Just in case you didn't know, I have another show called Love and Abuse over at loveandabuse.com. It's where I help you navigate the difficult relationship. In my opinion, relationships aren't supposed to be difficult. They have difficulties, but they shouldn't be difficult overall. Check it out at loveandabuse.com and hopefully I'll clear some things up for you. Welcome to the Overwhelmed Brain, where you'll learn to make decisions that are right for you so that you can create the life you want now. Hello, this is Paul Coliani, and I'm here to help you learn to deal with difficult people and tackle life's challenges without compromising who you are. This show consists of my personal opinions and is meant for informational purposes only. Always seek a professional for your mental health and well-being. And speaking of one of life's challenges, I'm going to... Pull this up on my computer right now. This person in the um, Facebook group over at the Overwhelmed Brain Empowerment Group on Facebook had a question about a, a lie or an omission, an omission of truth, I should say, that uh, her partner had held on to uh, for years. And that's that he had another kid in another state. And he never told her about this child that he had in, with somebody else in another state years ago. So she found out and um, she doesn't know how to handle it because he's been holding on to this for years. And his comment to her, his reason was that he was ashamed. He was ashamed for not being more involved in this child's life. And uh, she said that he gave her other details to try to explain the situation and that he didn't know about the child until after it was born. He's been apologizing profusely and trying to comfort her, but she can't help feeling like crap and punched in the gut. Her words, and they're very appropriate. She said, let me be clear, there's no judgment on having him having another child. There's no issue with child support. He's been sending child support to that person, and she's just heartbroken that he's been hiding something so big for so long. Wow. I mean, that's all I have to say is, wow. I'm, I'm just imagining my partner coming to me and saying, I want to let you know I have a child. <laughs> I mean, she didn't even have that happen to her. I mean, the person who wrote, she actually found out another way. And who knows, maybe he would never have told her. But if my partner came to me or somebody told me that my partner had a child in another state somewhere else, and she was also supporting that child financially, I don't even, this is one of those issues where how do you handle, how do you process that? Because let's just say that the person she's with uh, is great in every other way, has never lied, has never omit or doesn't lie, doesn't omit as a rule. And suddenly he comes out with this information or she finds out this information and it feels like a huge betrayal. How do you process that? So I picture myself in her shoes and I think, what? <laughs> I don't even know how to process that. You have a child in another state? First of all, that would have not only been um, an omission of truth for many years, but also you would have to lie in many conversations. You'd have to lie to me in many conversations over the year, you know, pretending my partner Asha did this to me or told me about her child. She would have to have been lying in many conversations or omitting truths, which are basically the same thing. 
Some people can argue technicalities there, but let's be honest, if you are not speaking of the whole truth, you are essentially lying. Again, technicalities, and we can talk about semantics and how to express yourself. And But let's just look at it this way. If someone that you trust, that you feel safe with, that you've been honest with yourself, hasn't been honest with you, there is a level of lying in there. It feels like lying. It feels like a betrayal. And so when that betrayal comes up, how do you process it? I'm not saying I have the answer. I'm actually just trying this on for the first time. I just found out Asha had a, has a kid somewhere else. I, I wouldn't know how to process it. It's just mind-blowing to me. It's like finding out she was from Mars. I wouldn't know. Men are from Mars? No. <laughs> it's like finding out she's from a different planet. And now I'm just discovering this new part. Of, it's like a different part of her. I mean, a parent with a child is typically a package. You sign up, if you're in a romantic relationship, you sign up for the package. This parent, her, I guess, boyfriend, had this child and essentially he's still in touch with this child in some way or supporting this child. So that's part of the package. And she says they've been together for years. So it's not like it's like a six-month deal here. This is pretty established. So they have this established relationship and there have been so many conversations, I imagine. How can you not share what you have been using your money for, what you have been communicating? Like uh, this person said that uh, her boyfriend was communicating, I guess, with his ex. I'm not sure. And uh, just to relay that he was sending the support payments or something. I don't know. Who knows what the, the conversations were like? And I know I'm not instilling a lot of confidence in this person by answering this way, but it is mind-blowing. It's mind-bending when you find out something that's just so shocking. When you believe you knew everything about a person. For example, I had a, a client once years ago who said that her, I think it was her boyfriend or husband, her partner was... um unemployed for three years, but every single day he left to go to work. She found out years later that he wasn't going to work. She doesn't even know where he was going, but he wasn't going to work. And I don't remember how he was making his money, but she was unaware that he had no job. He told her he had a job and he left for work every day, quote, work every day. But, um, he wasn't working. So what was going on? I know there's a lot of speculation out there. Did he have a second family he was going to? And I don't know if that was the case at all. And I don't mean to introduce that as a possibility because it just sounds like he was just hanging out somewhere every day. And um, he, I don't know if he was a compulsive liar or, or what, but there are people out there that just withhold information from the people that they're supposed to be the most open with. And I will say this, if anybody needs to hear it, it usually comes out. <laughs> anything you're withholding, anything that you don't want to share with somebody that is that close to you, it, I'm going to say, almost always comes out. And if it doesn't come out, it creeps into the relationship in ways that are destructive. 
when you withhold information, when you lie about something that is impactful, when it's impactful, when it is a powerful piece of information that you don't share, it usually has enough power on its own to reveal itself. That may sound weird the way I said it, but that's what happens because somebody else knows about it or it's big enough that it will be found out. So that information usually gets found out. For example, infidelity. Infidelity usually gets found out because you're not the only one keeping the secret. If you are the person cheating, you're not the only one keeping the secret. Somebody else is too. And if you told your best friend or they told their best friend, now three people know. It always comes out. I mean, at least that's the philosophy that you should have in any relationship. It, it almost always comes out, so you might as well bite the bullet and share what's going on. Now, I'm not talking about infidelity. I'm just talking about this, which feels like a, a very much like a betrayal to this person. Now, somebody might come along and say, well, they're not married. So is he required to share everything? I think five years is married enough. Five years is well established. Five years is saying, I want to be with you. I want to share my life with you. And I want to share everything I am with you. My personal opinion, maybe that doesn't apply across the board to for everyone. But for me, that's how I feel. I mean, even a year, <laughs> a year into it, I'm into it. I'm all in. I'm going to share my life. I'm going to, I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to share everything that I worry about, that I'm happy about. And I'm going to share something that I know will impact us. This would definitely impact a relationship. Her partner has a child. This child may never appear in their lives, that's true. But the problem is, in order to have regular conversations with somebody you care about, when you are withholding this huge piece of your life that you know would create a massive impact in the relationship, when you withhold it, you're basically setting yourself up to have to lie a lot. And that's my fear in this relationship is if, if somebody can lie or withhold information all that time for years and years, what else are they doing? And I'm not saying this is good news. I'm not saying that this is absolutely happening. I mean, maybe this is the only thing that he withheld. But if it were me, I would be a little bit more observant and maybe a little bit more of a sleuth when it comes to anything my partner told me after that. Is that true? Are you sure? Now, maybe I wouldn't ask her those questions, but in my relationship, if I found that out and she didn't voluntarily tell me because I had to find it out, I would want to check into other things as well. I know this is sounds, it almost sounds terrible. Like, what are you talking about? Should she spy on him? No. I'm just saying you need to be a little bit more diligent when you find something out that you weren't told. And I, I liken this to infidelity, like I talked about just a moment ago. When the infidel is caught, instead of coming forward, you have to be a little bit more suspicious because they didn't come forward. That's, that's the bottom line for me when it comes to infidelity. If they're caught, 
You have to dig a little further. You have to dig a little deeper for your own closure, for your own peace of mind. So if you are cheated on and they were caught, then in my opinion, this is my personal opinion, you have every right to dig in a little further and find out what you need to find out. Just my opinion, but that's how I operate. If I found out that she was cheating on me and we wanted to work things out, you know, this is only if you want to stay together. I'm not saying that if you want to break up and leave the other person, then why bother digging? Just move on. But if you want to stay together, then I kind of want to know everything there is to know about what else was going on and did they cheat on me with more than one person? I want to know these things because I'm not going to feel like I have closure. And I'm not saying that you should do this. I'm saying that this is what I would do because I would not feel complete. I would want to know everything I can. I would want to find out. Now, if they do come forward and say, look, I want to share something with you. It's been ripping me apart because I hate lying to you and I don't want to lie to you anymore. I cheated on you. As devastating as that would sound and be, coming forward is at least a step into honesty. And usually, I'm going to say more than 50% of the time, usually if they come forward, they feel such, such guilt and such shame that they very likely won't do it again. I can't promise they won't, but very likely they won't do it again because they hate walking around with that feeling. They hate walking around with that guilt, that shame, and they hate that they're doing it to you. So they come forward, they share it. It's your choice whether to accept their apology or not accept their apology. And it's your choice to try to work on things, to work on the relationship. It's your choice to do any of this stuff. And they'll have to walk around with their tail between their legs for quite some time because you may or may not get into a space where you are able to allow them into your heart again. But when you have somebody come forward and share, that at least shows that they are capable of um, maybe even changing and never doing that again and becoming the best partner ever. It can and does happen. But the coming forward part is the most important part because if they're caught, does that mean they would never tell you? This is why if anybody's listening right now and you have something very dishonest going on and you don't know whether you should share or not, first of all, yes, sharing is dangerous. It could cause the end of whatever relationship you have with this person. It could absolutely happen. It could cause anger. It could cause violence. So do this at your own risk. Absolutely. But at the same time, if you don't come forward, you have to accept that there is a high probability that it will come out. And if it comes out without you admitting it, without you coming forward, it's going to appear that you hide things and you lie about things and you don't care. Because this is where I, I go with this person is that he has held on to something for so long. To her, it's perceived as he doesn't care. He doesn't care enough to share what's in his life, a, a, the part of the package that she signed up for, 
He's got this child in his life that she never found out about that he's been keeping in touch with the child's mom or whatever and paying for child support. And wow, like I said, what do you do with that? Now, she did add something that I did not read to you, which is that she was married to a covert narcissist for a long time. And she said, during and after our divorce, I found out so many lies, so many secrets that I thought it would be impossible to trust anyone. My current boyfriend knows this all too well. We have discussed honesty and betrayal a thousand times. I feel lost. So here's where I am not taking sides, but I want to give the, the boyfriend here the benefit of the doubt. Imagine that you do feel shame. You know, imagine you are holding on to this secret and you feel shame about it because you didn't show up as the parent you should be, but you're doing everything you can. And the one you love has been telling you over and over again just how bad she feels, just how hurt she feels, just how devastated she feels and felt when she was betrayed. Imagine that the person you're with reminds you over and over and over again about betrayal and how dishonesty hurts. And um, then you have a secret. Like, let's just say that he was going to share that secret, but you've said over and over and over again just how bad betrayal hurts and just how much your your spouse from your past marriage destroyed you now what position does it put the boyfriend in imagine you want to share something but you're told that betrayal is like the worst thing you do for anyone and you realize if you share it it's going to be seen as a betrayal what do you do with that there's another aspect another side of this some people are going to say he should come out he should be honest anyway and being honest might risk the relationship that's where i go Honesty at the risk of the relationship. I always go in that direction. But let's just say he can't get there because he knows honesty will risk the relationship, but everything else is so great about the relationship, he doesn't want to lose it. So he has this dire need, this this absolute desire to keep the relationship no matter what the cost. The cost is that he will have to continue lying about this issue in his life, this child that he has in another state. And he's willing to risk it. He's willing to continue deceiving and withholding the truth until until the end of their relationship, I guess, until it's over or not. And maybe he thought he could have lived his entire life without ever seeing this child again. Or maybe he was waiting for the right time and it never came. The only problem with that is when you have a big secret, it will eventually get found out unless it's only your secret. If you have a big secret that only you know about, it may never get found out because nobody else knows and it's not big enough to go beyond you unless you mess up one day and just blurt it out. So the secret here, though, is that there are multiple people involved and his child might come and see him one day. So that's another issue that they have to deal with. Imagine that. Imagine many years have gone by and they got married and then suddenly the kid comes and says, Hey dad, who, what, who are you? And that happens. <laughs> Sometimes this stuff happens. The secrets that we keep 
will eventually come up and come out. And if they are caught, if somebody catches your secret before you tell them, it's very hard to heal and grow from that point on because there was no effort on your part. If you are the one holding a secret, there was no effort on your part to reveal that, to even come up and say, look, I have something to tell you that I feel really ashamed about. And I feel really guilty. And I mean, this is actually one approach. I feel really ashamed about what I'm about to tell you. And I haven't wanted to tell you because I honestly believe it will be too much for you and you'll probably leave. That is one approach. I honestly believe that it will be too much for you because I have held on to this secret for so long and it is big enough to feel like a, a huge betrayal to you. And it is, it really is. It has been a betrayal to you because I haven't shared this, but I feel ashamed. I feel guilty for not sharing this with you, but I don't want to hold on to it anymore. And I want to be honest with you about everything, even if it means you'll leave me because I don't want to hold anything back from you. You don't deserve that. That is an approach. I'm not saying it'll work. I'm not saying that this is how you save your relationship. I'm saying that this is sometimes the best thing you can do is just to come forward and say, this is what I've been holding on to. And I'm so sorry. I was ashamed. I was afraid. I was afraid that you'd leave me and you still might leave me and I will honor that. You may not want to say that, but boy, when you've been holding on to something for so long that does impact a relationship, saying something like that, if you leave me, I will support that. I hope you don't. But if you do, I understand why. And what that shows is that you know this is big enough that if they decide to leave, you totally get it. Because what if they sprung something like that on you? Or something bigger? It could be a relationship-ending secret. This could be a relationship-ending secret. The person that wrote this could be considering leaving because of the question, what else did he hide from me? So I'm giving you the dichotomy here. There are two sides to this story. I'm not saying that he did the right thing. I think he did the wrong thing. I think he should have spoke to her no matter what she said. If she said, I don't want betrayal in my relationship. If she said that a million times a day, he needs to find the courage in himself and the strength and know that she's not going to take this well, but give her the truth she deserves to know. It doesn't matter if you break up or not. You can't prioritize that. It doesn't matter if the person is so hurt they hate you from this point on. You can't prioritize that. In my opinion, your priority should be trusting them with the truth. Some people are going to disagree, and I understand. I can't tell this person the truth because it will devastate them. They might even hurt themselves. I'm not talking about instances like that. I'm not talking about the battles you know will end very badly where somebody gets hurt or anything like that. I'm talking about how it affects you. I'm talking about you doing something that you know will affect you in a bad way. For example, if I cheated on my partner, if I was carrying around the guilt and the shame of cheating, which it definitely, I, that would kill me, <laughs> it would be awful. But if I did this and I was carrying that around, I would want to approach her and say, I have to tell you something. And I know 
this is going to maybe even cause you to hate me, but I have to tell you because you deserve the truth and I have to trust you with that truth. And that means that I have to trust you to make a decision that's right for you. So if I tell you this and you want to leave, I understand I'll honor it and I'll never bother you again. I I hate to say that because it could happen. I don't want to lose the person I love, but I did this thing. The argument is if you really love them, why would you do this thing? But I did it. So now I'm walking around with the guilt and the shame. What do I do? I express the truth and I trust her with that truth. I have to trust her process because either I'm going to hide it and hope that it never gets found out, which it will. That's my philosophy. If it's something so bad that it'll affect the relationship, it'll eventually get found out. Or I can come clean. I can come forward and let the chips fall where they may. And then accept where they fall. That's it. I would accept where they fall. I think that's what should happen. When you have somebody in your life that you trust, you love, you care about, you are honest with, you expect the same in return. I think that's how a relationship should be built. I am giving all of my time and energy and effort into this relationship. I am being honest. I am being transparent. I expect the same in return. So when it doesn't happen, when I don't get the same in return, it's going to feel like a a big betrayal. Even if it's a small thing. Sometimes the small things can feel like big betrayals. Because if you yourself would have shared that and they don't, it can cause you to question other things about the relationship. And we don't want that. If, If that person's open and honest and you're not, or you're open and honest and they're not, then that mismatch is going to be a problem in the relationship. This is why it's nice to have similar values and similar ideas of what constitutes a healthy, happy, loving, strong relationship. Now, coming back to this person's message, she also said that he's just heartbroken. He's been hiding something so big for so long. She wanted to know how other people would handle it, and it's a hard question to answer. So I'm going to give you my final thought on this. And my final thought, my last statement, or I don't even know if you want to call it a suggestion, is to move forward with the belief that everything he's saying about this situation is 100% true. And let him know that for the next few weeks or months, however long it takes, you're going to require him to be more transparent with you. You're going to require him to give you more information than you would normally ask for because you need to rebuild your trust because your trust has been broken. And when you trust someone and that trust is broken, the trust has to be rebuilt if you decide to stay with the person. If you decide to stay with this person, the trust has to be rebuilt, which means there not only needs to be complete transparency on his part, but also he needs to know that you're going to ask a lot of questions a lot of the time. You're going to ask for details that you wouldn't normally ask in a fully trusting relationship, and he needs to be okay with that. Because someone who has betrayed needs to know that the victim of that betrayal will need to rebuild trust. They will need to rebuild trust in the betrayer, the person they care about. Because in order for the relationship to continue to work, 
and for the trust to be an integral part of it again, you kind of have to start over. You do have some history together, which will be helpful to rebuild the foundation, but the foundation is now broken. It, it needs to be rebuilt. And in order to be rebuilt, the person who betrayed has to allow the victim of that betrayal to be upset, to express that upset, to ask a lot of questions, to, dare I say, ask for your phone. <laughs> What's on your phone? Who are you talking to? And the person who betrayed needs to be ready to do all of that because they want to come clean. It's only a suggestion. I'm not giving you this for advice, but in my life, if that happened, that's what I'd want. I'd want closure. I don't want any room for suspicion. I don't want any room for not knowing. I want to know. I want to know everything. If my partner betrayed me and I wanted to rebuild the relationship and make it stronger than ever, then I need full closure. And full closure requires knowledge of almost everything. If somebody thinks that's too much, like if you're thinking, whoa, that's a little too much. You're not going to give her any privacy. Nope. <laughs> the betrayal shouldn't have happened. But that's me. I'm not telling you to do this, but that is me. So if you are going to work on this person who wrote, I believe that there needs to be full transparency from anywhere from six months to a year. I always give that. That's a great timeline or, or duration of time is that it takes about six months to a year to rebuild trust. And sometimes it can take a couple months. Sometimes it takes a week. Not really, but it can. It can go fast because sometimes people feel so bad, they reveal everything. The betrayer feels so bad, they reveal everything. They say, here's everyone I talk to on my phone. They show you all their emails. They show you all their mail. I'm not saying you have to do any or all of this. I'm saying that sometimes trust builds fast and sometimes it builds slow. You should give yourself a minimum of six months. If it happens faster, great. If it doesn't, it should be a maximum of a year. And if you haven't started rebuilding trust within a year, you may not. It may not happen. There has to be progress during that year. If you're still just as upset a year later, it's probably not going to work. I'm going to be honest, straightforward. If you haven't rebuilt trust and you don't feel secure in the relationship because you still think they have the capability of lying to you or omitting information and you just can't get past that time they betrayed you, then you may not. Because after a year, if there has been no progress, there probably won't be. Again, that's just a, a straight up, very blunt way to put it. But that's what I've seen over and over again during this 15 years I've been doing this. So as I was starting to say, my suggestion is to move forward, believing 100% that now that he has gotten off, gotten this off his chest and he has shared this with you, that he is 100% honest about everything else in his life and be diligent about digging further. What does that mean? That means you move forward in the relationship knowing that this was the only thing that he was hiding from you, but giving yourself permission to question other things. That means if something doesn't sound right, you have permission to ask about it. You have permission to make him expand on whatever he's saying or explain whatever he's saying. And he has to give you that safe space to ask about it. 
because someone who's innocent is going to say, no problem, here's my phone. No problem, I'm happy to show you where I was. No problem, I'm here now. In fact, here's uh, so-and-so, I'll prove that I'm here now. Someone who's innocent is going to want you to feel good in knowing they're innocent. So that's how I look at this, is that you have every right to ask more questions about anything else in his life right now because of this betrayal. And you are doing that so that you can rebuild trust. And maybe you'll find out that this is the only secret that he's held. He really was ashamed and he may have felt that it really didn't have anything to do with you, although it does. <laughs> it has a lot to do with you because his child is part of the package that you signed up for. That's how I see it. And it was rotten for him not to tell you. He should have told you. And at the same time, I understand he can hold on to shame and guilt about not taking care of his child but move forward as if he is now telling you the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But now you have full permission to dig further when you feel like you need to dig further because that's how you reinforce your trust in him. That's how you rebuild your trust is by knowing everything you possibly can so that there are no secrets. And if he really does have no more secrets, then this could be a great relationship because you start off saying it has been blissful. It has been a wonderful relationship. I didn't read that part earlier, but that's what you said at the beginning. So if the relationship really is worth salvaging and this one incident can be looked past and that is his only secret or was his only secret, then you may have the greatest relationship on earth and it would totally be worth putting all your time and energy into. But if I were you, I would expect the conversations from this point on to be a lot different. Because now, supposedly, he has nothing to hide. Thanks for sharing that in the group. And I wish you the best with this. Stay strong. And thanks for listening to another episode of The Overwhelmed Brain. I want to thank our patrons this week, Holly and Tammy and Deborah. Wonderful to see your names. I am so grateful for your support. These are the financial backers of the show. And they give back because I'm really not sure. But (laughs) I think they like the show. I think they find value in the show. And I'm so grateful for them. Thank you, patrons. If you find value in the show and you want to give back, head over to moretob.com and there are ways to give back over there. And for a show on how to navigate the difficult relationship, head over to my other podcast called Love and Abuse over at loveandabuse.com. Been doing that since 2019. It is uh, fortunately and unfortunately a popular show about uh, emotional abuse, control, manipulation, and other difficulties that come with relationships that shouldn't be difficult. I think romantic relationships especially should not be difficult because they are supposed to be blissful, as the person who wrote earlier said. Yes, all relationships have difficulties, but they shouldn't be difficult. Loveandabuse.com And if you know you're the difficult one in the relationship, join the program that is helping a lot of people heal over at HealedBeing.com. That's where I help emotionally abusive people stop the behaviors and heal what's causing those behaviors in the first place. That's healedbeing.com. And finally, let me thank Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for some of the music transitions in the overwhelmed brain. And for my final words, I'm going to read you a little passage from my article called Surviving Infidelity, an Overlooked Warning Sign and Healing After the Cheating. This is from theoverwhelmedbrain.com. If you want to read it, go to the search field at that website and type in infidelity and you, you will see it. The passage I want to read is very relevant to the betrayal that I talked about. It's not infidelity that this person wrote about, but 
infidelity is a betrayal. Any betrayal in a relationship can feel like what I'm about to read. Here's what I said. I said, infidelity is one of the most challenging and damaging emotional events in life. And the more you trust and feel safe with someone, the more powerful and painful it feels when it happens. It can be debilitating and feel like what I would call emotional murder. I hate to use that term, but it really can feel like one of the worst emotional pains you can experience. Getting betrayed is like someone grabbing your heart so tightly it can't beat anymore. You can feel it in both your mind and body. It can even hurt worse than physical pain because it is that intense. The reason I read that isn't because today's topic is about infidelity, but it's really about betrayal. Betrayal gets more powerful the more trust you have. And that's the dichotomy I want to highlight, is that the more trust someone has in you or you have in someone, the more impactful, the more devastating the betrayal feels. This is why some people don't come forward. They don't want to devastate the person they say they care about. But in my opinion, if you really care about someone, you trust them with the truth. And it is also risky. It is risky to trust someone with the truth. And I'm not saying that you have to speak your truth to everyone or speak your truth to anyone. But I will say this. If you have a truth that is hiding away and it would be a truth that would maybe destroy a relationship that you have with someone, then you can choose to hold on to that radioactive material knowing that the relationship will feel the impact of that radioactivity. I mean, daily it feels the impact. Just like this person who wrote, her boyfriend had to omit and lie in a lot of conversations because he had information that he couldn't share. There, were a, there was a part of his life, a big part of his life that he wasn't sharing, which means he had to omit a lot. So that's the radioactivity that can come from holding such a secret is that it continues to erode the relationship and make it more toxic. But the alternative is to come out with the truth even at the risk of the relationship. It's risky either way, but I'll take my risk by trusting the person that I care about with the truth. That's just my path and it's the kind of relationship that I want because a relationship that can handle a truth like that almost always grows stronger. Because the truth builds trust and lies erode trust. I won't lie to you and tell you that telling your truth is always going to give you the best results. But I will say holding on to the lie almost always leads to the worst results. Thanks for tuning in today and always keep an open mind. That's how you step into your power so that you can create the life you want. Always take steps to grow and evolve. You are powerful beyond measure. And above all, and this is something I absolutely know to be true about you, you are amazing. Thank you.